You've discovered TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. The best in Internet talk radio. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. So this family, uh, this little girl, it was with foster care parents who did not care, who were treating her awful. And she was being thrown in the hospital right, left, and center because of bad care. Starving, dehydration, rashes, burns on her feet, just all kinds of things. Rashes so bad she was bleeding. Yeah. Her bottom was bleeding. These people, they were penniless from all this battle. In fact, their church was feeding them and paying their rent. They, you know, they were just flattened through all this. Well, he was trying to get uh, American citizenship, American citizenship, and he was almost there. And this just really set everything back, so he couldn't get a job. And her job, she lost almost half her weight, a hundred and uh, what, fifty pounds, one hundred sixty pounds to eighty-two pounds. She just, she went down to almost nothing because she was so distraught from not having her baby. You know, part of her was out there and. You know, that tells you right there how much she suffered. You know, a full-grown woman, average weight around one, I think it was 160, and then going down to 82, I mean, that's uh, that's really uh, getting messed up. So finally, this uh, woman, this lawyer, uh, said, I believe there are a few things I was put on the planet to do, and she came to feel getting that this little girl back and clearing the husband's name was on the list. The first thing she did was she got uh, this little girl moved to a different foster home. Then in July of 2001, 10 months after the OI diagnosis, so the social services already knew about the OI diagnosis and still would not give up this little girl. Yeah. How amazing is that? And 17 months after she'd been first taken away, they brought her back home. And then they went in, and in a court of appeals, they overturned the finding of abuse against Miguel. He never was an abuser, essentially declaring that the State Department of Social Services had made an error. It was the first such ruling on an abuse case in the history of the state. Where they they admitted they made an error. That's right. In fact, in the end, the judge said, I apologize on behalf of the United States government, and he came down off the bench and shook their hands. And that's unheard of. Unheard of. So, tell me, my love, what, what soul lessons were these people going through to have such a major five year hell enter into their life? Well, the mother who lost almost half her weight being so distraught, lost her job and all that, her name was Alice Valasquez. The father was Miguel Valasquez and the daughter was Liliana Valasquez, four months old is when this started for the little girl in the year 2000. So I'm tuning in on this with Alice, and here's what I hear in my head from her consciousness back then when this was going on. You can't do this to me. She's my baby. You're not listening to me. I'm dying inside for the welfare. And it was prolonged, like prolonged... uh, suffering for the baby's welfare this is impossibly cruel how could this be happening how's my baby what are you doing to her so that was the anguish going on with her that's inside her own consciousness 
which when you'll hear a little later on, you'll hear what that was adjusting. And here's the past life that was shown to me. The main thing in this past life that was shown was this large, beautiful golden sword. And this person just loved to cut people up with the sword. And this was Alice in a past life. So I see her on the peripheries of wars, and basically she's in villages. There's stone houses and that kind of thing. It's not just tents, but it's more developed. And she would indiscriminately kill kids, uh, kill people, women, men, whatever. But, you know, she would just go kill all the kids like it was nothing. No crime, no pain, no trauma, no thought of the child or families. And so she was simply heartless and cruel. So you see this prolonged uh, situation where she was very, very, she's a very, very sensitive woman this lifetime and emotionally fragile in the midst of all this cruelty done to her child that she was really bonded to, Liliana. So you can see how she got the reverse of that right in her face, you know, and, and she was of the makeup of completely fragile and sensitive and mother-bound. In other words, whatever you do to my kids, it does it to me. And, you know, it just throws me all over the place. So also she had a past life, Alice the mother, of a loose, seductive, manipulative woman, uh, sec- like a, a sexual woman in the bars, just seducing men to, you know, make some money, have some sex. But now... She's very loving, caring, sensitive, vulnerable mother. So she played the both ends of those. When I see this past live, I see uh, red, really red lips, red dress, red um, fingernails, and just the whole energy. I move through it really fast of seductive. And um, so she had past lives that were rebellious and unanswerable to anybody, rules, code of ethics, feeling, caring. So she got this lifetime a reversal to clear that and back that out of her so she could get on with her life. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Thank you very much for being with us this evening. And don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. What we're doing right now is we told you the story earlier of what happened to this family, a very traumatic five-year ordeal, and now the underlying lessons of what the soul lessons are to each person so you can help see in your life what sort of underlying lessons might be floating around for you that's brought you in your current challenges. So then when I'm asking about the karma of the Father Miguel, why is he in this? Not looking for past lives or anything, but why did he get into this? What I see immediately, I almost am superimposed on him. He's trying to hold center through all this stuff. He's a good man. Then I see a Scottish past life, and he's one of the men marching. There's probably 30 or 40 guys marching. It looks like a military parade, or they're practicing. Uh, but I notice how precision and proper everything was, and how he felt secure if everything was in place according to how he was told to jump the hoops. But what happened is... Um, you know, while everything's supposed to be in order, you, you do what they tell you to do, and then everything's supposed to work out okay, it didn't. And uh, so it, it, it ruined him because he was sort of narrow-minded in that if I jump the hoops, everything will be okay. So what his lesson was is he needed to learn to listen to a higher, truer, deeper voice and guidance 
to trust in and be loyal to not man's rules or world and um if if you'll do that it will secure you if you trust man's rules and world it won't necessarily secure you because there's a higher power that controls things so he had pride he was proper and he did things by the rules and uh did things by what man asked him to and it didn't work and he was getting himself adjusted so that he wouldn't rest on following what he was told to do like uh he tried to become a nationalized american and that got messed up he was being a really good father that got messed up they told him to confess and he and his wife wouldn't confess of abuse and it finally got they got a good lawyer and they got off but he had to go against the rules for things to work out because if he confessed the the daughter would have been given back and everything would have been over but they would have had a mark on the record and he would have had to been sent back to El Salvador and the family completely torn up so he had to go against the rules to succeed you know, it's interesting sometimes uh, our souls will say uh, we have lessons, we have certain lessons we want to learn. What co- sort of circumstances can we set up to to learn these lessons? You know how they say um, uh, life is an illusion? I'm sure you've all heard that statement before. This is a perfect example. You know... It took this sort of situation to get Miguel to learn the lesson of you need to tune into your own guidance and trust your own guidance instead of surrendering to somebody else's rules. You need, so what they had to do is set him up with something that was so wrong and made it, and was so incorrect that he would be forced to stand up and follow something else. Right. Rather than people's rules. These are very interesting. These are the truths that set you free because as each of these people or their souls understand this and adjust, they get free. That's right. They don't have to play the loop and the tape over and over and run through the play of it again over and over and get abused. So now we come to the daughter. This is a surprising one also. Who knows where these are going to come from. You know, as years as a psychic soul healer, I've I've always been so grateful to be privileged to see the inner scoop of what's going on. And my craving for wisdom and knowledge has been very satisfied, although it's, it's it's a massive craving. It's been a lot fed by finding out the inner pieces by working with people. So Liliana, the Liliana Vasquez, the daughter, She's a wise old soul, and she chose this ordeal primarily for her parents' sake and growth. Okay, so let's just stop there for a minute. Clean out your ears. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go going, oh, that poor baby. Oh, my goodness, such a victim. Oh, that's so awful. And truly, she endured a lot. But she signed up for that as an old wise soul. I could just feel the calm in her around it because she would help these other two souls learn great lessons. So she's not a victim at all. She chose to go into that. And you go, but she's just a baby. She's helpless. Yes, but her soul isn't helpless. Her soul knows exactly what she's sending her into. No worries, mate. So she knows how to keep centered, cool, and calm. She's a very advanced soul. Even as a baby, she yeah, knows how to do no this, problem. right? no problem. 
And she's not in much pain or discomfort as it looks. She's a very good kid, and she's simply doing this to help her parents out. Isn't that something? So this is called service, mm-hmm. folks. At high levels, this is called service. So she helps wake them up. She plays a key part to help wake them up. And guess what? Listen up. This is what Charmé and I would call a real bona fide Soulmate. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. No, but How it's true right it now. is, huh? It's true. It's exactly She's true. She's a soulmate to her whole family for what she did because she helped their soul so much. If anyone's a soulmate, she's a soulmate, perhaps even more than the parents are to each other because of the valuable uh, catalyst she was for their growth. So... As I look at her soul, she may have, even going forward, a very extraordinary life because of who she is. And she rescued her family. She's a real survival survivor. She's very positive and surviving. No problem. We'll make it work. And she has that attitude. And to be around her, it's very encouraging. It's very positive. It's very uplifting to be around her. You, me, or whoever, if you're around her, that's what starts exuding off of her. So while people who believe in victimhood would go, oh, that poor thing, she doesn't believe in victimhood at all. She says, hey, let's let's boogie. <laughs> I'm here to help you learn, and when we get done with this, I'm just going to move on and probably have a pretty rich, full life. And people say, oh, she's going to be scarred forever. In fact, they comment in there that she's still having some nightmares, but don't think that that means she's going to be held back because she's the kind of soul that just goes forward and does well. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Let me go back here. Yes. Um, so we'll do this next one yep. on the next show, right? Yep, right? Okay. So I want to go off and ask you a question. Um, how many of you, including myself, I'm always working on this, how many of you stay away from conditions that stimulate, promote, and tempt bad habits? So how many of us do what? Stay away from the conditions. Oh, yeah. Or you can call them the temptation. Yes. But sometimes you don't notice that they're a temptation. That stimulate, promote, and to tempt bad habits. You know, it's like, um, uh, let's say you always keep some something you're not supposed to eat in the refrigerator. Well, get it out of there. You know, whatever it takes, because... At your lower times, you always sort of creep over there and, and start burying your head in the bucket. Boy, this is going to seem to you like it's out of the blue, but you just said if you got something bad in the refrigerator, take it out. Yeah. <laughs> brought up this horrible memory. I was working with this uh, lady one time. Do, you do, know? do we want to hear this? <laughs> I was working with this lady one time many years ago, and I'll tell you, she <laughs> she had a propensity to just screaming her position and screaming her anger. And, I mean, she owned that family with her screaming anger. And of course, her husband had no problem screaming back. I yep. mean, it was really quite a pair. Anyway... 
she ended up having to have gallbladder uh, stones taken out. And, of course, gallbladder is where you're, you're just got anger going yeah. everywhere. Gallbladder and liver anger. Yeah, and, you know, so she had them taken out and they, you know, gave them to her after surgery. You know where they were? In her fridge. Oh, oh. Doesn't want to let go of that, huh? <laughs> well, you know, knowing him, he can stoke that fire good, can he? <laughs> he stimulates that. Oh, he, he did both she you said, and I a pretty bad she, turn, too. She, she says, should I get rid of them? And I go, now, now, now's a good time. Get them out of there. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> can you imagine putting all that energy, all that hate and anger energy all through the food that Here's you're eating my prize. <laughs> okay, you guys, mastering ourselves. We've got a few minutes more. We'll Chase you around back. with that jar. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. How can you imagine? Call 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely do healthy stuff in the fridge. Okay, we will be right back. Stay with us. Thanks for being with us.